What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, to a- another episode of the Dusty Diamonds podcast. I am your host, TJ Plogger, with my co-host, Mike Warfield. What's up, Mike? Brother from another mother, what is going on? Oh, it's it's yeah. going. Dude, I feel like we got a lot to talk about this epi. Like, I feel like we always say that, but it's kind of one of those things like it this relates to the podcast, right? You know, big trade rumors going around that we got to discuss. Dude, this could be a good epi. We, this is going to be a good episode, and I, and you know, I know you like surprises, but you really don't like surprises, but we got a surprise on, uh, surprise on this episode today. Okay. It's, it's been, it's been long overdue. And I mean, please tell me, I think I know who it is, Alan. <laughs> Nope, not Alan. Really? Even better. Even better. Oh, God. I feel like I'm going to hurt someone's feelings if I guess wrong next. No, um, no it's it's somebody very special. It's it's long overdue. And I <laughs> I feel like this person you'll you'll appreciate. And beauty. It is none other than other the other than my son, Landon Plogger. Hello. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good. How are you? Good, man. How did your season go? Um, it was good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, dude, I'm gonna shoot this one off then. Yeah, uh, I, I so, know you. I know you do because I live with a kid. You could ask away. <laughs> so, for a lot of people that don't know, uh, Lanny, what level do you play? Um, double A. What age? Um. 10 you right so for a lot of people that don't know lanny plays for a 10 u double a team at the moment um it's one of those things that lanny even though this is tj's kid this is something that i'm able to speak for in a sense because i've seen the the videos i've seen him firsthand in practice and I guess for Lanny at his age, it's one of those things. He has a work ethic that a lot of kids his age don't uh, or doesn't have, I should say. And it's definitely one of those things that uh, he's been working on for a while. So Lanny in practice, what's one of your favorite drills that you like to do? Um, sometimes I like to do the breakout. Okay. um, Because, um, we can use that in games and, um, basically just use it in games. Okay. Now, in your honest opinion, mm-hmm. what's the most important part? Like, what's the most important part of your play style? Like, what do you like doing the most? I like, um, getting it down in their zone and putting it in the back of the net. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, do you have a favorite Sally, or do you have one have, like in the books that you ha- you've been working on? Like, you gotta give me some details here, buddy. I have like I have three or two favorite Sellys that I like to do. Okay. Um, I like doing the arrow, the archer. I like that. Yep, bow and arrow. Absolutely. The belt. I like doing the belt. <sighs> and pointing to my mom. Oh, you're a beauty! I love it. Now, I absolutely now, love uh, it. <laughs> Lanny, um, mm-hmm. one thing like I, I've never asked you, right? Yeah. Is you know I, I love your sellies. You know I love them. You know mm-hmm. I get I get jacked up like you do. Yeah. What and and speak truth, okay? Speak mm-hmm. from your heart. What? <laughs> why? What came to you, and why do you point at mom? Well, because she's one of my biggest fans. And, um, you and me both taught me how to play hockey. Mm-hmm. So since she's not allowed to be on the bench, I point where, because she's my mom yep. and I love her so much. Awesome. That's fantastic. Now, do you ever, do you have someone that motivates you besides your mom or dad? Like, um, do you have someone you look up to? Yes. Brent Burns. Absolutely. Great and, pick. And, now, and why, why do you like Brent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you like Brent Burns? Well, first of all, he plays for the Sharks. Yep. 
And second of all, he also wears my number. He wears your number, or you wear? Or do you wear his number? Okay. I wear his number. And um, we went to two Flyers games, and he gave me pucks. So I also like him because of that. Yep. Um. Yeah. Now, (laughs) what happens? What happens though if Burnsy gets traded? From the the sharks, will you still like the sharks, or are you gonna follow Burnsy? Oh heck no, I'm following Burns all the way. Good man, I respect that. I respect that. So, Landy, mm-hmm. at your age, what has been your toughest challenge so far in hockey, uh, developing wise? Have you noticed it's been your backhand, your skating ability? Um, what's been your biggest challenge so far? Um, Mohawks. Mo, okay. Why is that? Um. I don't know how to explain it, but when you like put your skates together and you try to go into a circle, um, we tried this last time at practice on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. I was kind of good at it, kind of not, because um, we also did it with pucks, and um, it was really hard for me to keep the puck with me while I was doing the Mohawks. Now, I'll intervene, Mike. He, it's weird because when he was doing it, you know, I was watching, I was watching other kids and he does it the one way. He's very, very strong. The one mm-hmm. way to the right and once yep. he, or no, to the left, once he goes to the right, it's, it's almost like a stutter. It's a stutter step. He thinks too much, but I mean, from the first time he did it to the last time he did it, it was a total difference. I'll tell you right now, one of the best advice or the best advice I got from the coach was, and it's the simplest thing that you can take with you. Don't think just do. And what I mean by that is if you see an, uh, an outlet, if you see a lane, as soon as you see it, send it. Because as soon as you hezzy just for that split second, you're caught. And when you get older and play even AAA or when you go to play juniors, you're going to realize that more often, right? Yeah. And that's just kind of one of those things. Same thing with grip and rip it. It's just like don't think, just do, right? As soon mm-hmm. as you get the, the puck on your blade, let it rip. It's yeah. just one of those things. Don't overstick handle. It's on your blade already. You're already, you know, pulled back, rip. And that's one of those things too. Like when you get older, you're going to realize as soon as you get your shot off quicker, you're going to be burning goalies even worse. Oh, oh, I can't wait to watch you get older. God. <laughs> now, <be> ropes. <laughs> now, Lanny, mm-hmm. I've been, you know, a part of all your games, you yeah. know, and you know, think about this and think about your answer. Mm-hmm. What has been the hardest moment in a game or what was the hardest game you played? Ooh, that is a really tough question. You can I- do, do the first one. What was the hardest moment you faced in a game? In any game? Um... Do you remember that game that we played against the the Kings with the undefeated team? Yes. And I scored the GWG. Okay. Jeez. That that was one of the hardest moments because I was really nervous mm-hmm. and when I got the um the puck on my stick, yep. I just went down, almost lost the puck and then scored. Yep. And I was really pumped mm-hmm. and yeah. Now, that was the hardest moment. What was the hardest game that you've been a part of? Um, Think about this. Oh. Um, I, in my own opinion, I mm-hmm. think it was the Pee Wee Cup yep. finals. Yep. Um, because that was, I would have to admit, that was a pretty good, decent team. Mm-hmm in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, we were only a 10-year team with only 8- and 10-year-olds mm-hmm. playing against 12-year-olds, went to the finals, and lost. But yeah. I think that was really good, and that was one of the toughest games I ever played. Now, and and be honest, when, mm-hmm. when you went into that tournament, what were your thoughts going into the tournament? Because I know you as a person, and I mm-hmm. know – what you think, but I want you to tell me and Mike and the audience the truth. Well, what were you thinking? 
I was when I heard that we were gonna play in a twelve v tournament. I was mm-hmm. a little bit pumped, but a little bit nervous because mm-hmm. I never played against twelve year olds, and I'm usually just used to playing against players as my same age. Mm-hmm. And um, when we went to the finals, that was just really cool because, as I said, uh, as I said, and I'm gonna say again, we were only eight year olds and ten year olds mm-hmm. on the team. And also nine-year-olds. But I was, like, I was half nervous and half pumped. Mm-hmm. Now, now, can we talk about, and I know Mike, I told Mike and A and all these, and Fish, the story. Mm-hmm. But can you tell the audience, oh, <laughs> tell, <no>. tell, <laughs> tell the audience uh, about the story about the kid. I, uh, I think it was Connecticut, right? Connecticut team? The Whalers? Yes. Oh, okay. how did that transpire? Okay, so, so our goalie, it, our goalie Andy, <laughs> he's yep. an eight year old, made mm. a really good save. This big kid, um, like basically like tried to get the puck while he covered it, mm-hmm. and some of the kids were pushing, and one of the other kids was like, "Just stop, just stop!" And I said, "Shut up!" So then he just <laughs> skates away, skates away onto his bench. And then they call us off onto our bench, and the big kid gets pushed by um, I forget who it was, but it was one of the kids, mm-hmm. and he skates past um, skates past, and he got really mad. So I said, "Have a nice trip back to Connecticut, bud." And he oh, no. and he and he yelled. He yelled to me. He went, "F you!" <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you're so- ruthless. I love it. But but the thing is, is like you know, like he he could back it up, you know. What oh, I mean? yeah. It's you know, snipe Sally, absolutely yeah. all day every day. Exactly. Now, or Mexico, if not, some bunch. Now, Lanny, you have, you know, a tournament coming up next weekend. St. Patty's. St. Patty's Day weekend. Ooh, where right? at? Aston. Oh. Yeah. So you're playing. And you're playing next weekend for mm-hmm. Central Penn, and you also got asked to play for the Dark Knights, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How how do you prepare yourself mentally going into a tournament playing for two teams? Well, it's in never, two different divisions. Sorry, it's never happened to me before. Mm-hmm. But I'm a little bit nervous because playing for two teams yep. is kind of dope. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but, um, yep. one team I know all the kids, and the other one I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been in the situation before with the, um, the Night Kings, mm-hmm. and I was with a bunch of random kids, and now I'm doing it again with the Dark Knights. Yep. So kind of exciting that I'm playing for two teams. Yep. But I feel like it's going to be really fun. Absolutely. Definitely. Now, the, my next question for you is uh, playing for two different teams. Are uh, You're playing – now, both teams are a double-A, right? So no, they're, they're, they're playing up. They're playing peewees. <sighs> yeah, so he's playing yeah, up, like a, up a division. Good for you. I respect that. That's one of the things we talk about all the time, Lanny, on here. It's like, if you have the ability to play up in a division to play against older and better kids, you should mm-hmm. absolutely do it. Yeah. It, it's only going to get you better in the long run, and it's nice to hear that you're doing that, buddy, so I cannot wait to hear how you do. Thanks. Who knows? I'm going to make a trip down to Philly and come watch you a little bit. Ooh, okay. Was now, it the uh, 19th, 20th? Uh, yes, next weekend. I am off Saturday, Sunday. Next weekend. Huh. Might be coming down to watch you, buddy. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Now, Lanny. Yeah. Yeah. When you're you're out there playing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You're flying down the wing, right? Yeah. And I know this is a serious question. You're flying down the wing, right? Mm -hmm. And you go one on one with the defenseman, and you know you could beat him. Mm-hmm. When do you know you could beat him? 
sometimes I look at his eyes or his chest because if he's going the one way, I would go the other way so I can get past him and maybe score a goal. Mm-hmm. But also I can I also can know that um I can also know by if the defender mm-hmm. is gonna chase me or if he's gonna skate backwards. Because if he's gonna chase me I can easily blow by him. Mm-hmm. Blow by him. And if he's skating backwards it might be a like almost a I don't know like a harder challenge almost to get past him, but I can still but I can maybe still get past him and score. Makes sense. That's that's fantastic. Now, my last question for you here, Lanny, is uh, your tape job, right? Yeah. What are you rocking on the knob? What are you rocking on the blade? Um, (laughs) You're not going to believe us, Mike, when you when in the audience. I can't wait to hear this. So, for the for the top for the knob, I have teal, teal sometimes orange. Um. Um. Tape. Grip tape. Okay. Grip tape. Actually, grip tape. And, okay. Um, how do you how do you wrap it? Do you go like a single strand all the way down? Do you go like a long like knob? I do, I do the long. I do the long. Full uh, long. Yes. And I love that. I put um I put a strip of white tape around it. I put eighty eight on the front and on the back I put mom. Um, <laughs> I love that. So um. And then for the bottom, I do the the half, um, which is like the toe is covered, and then a little bit is in the middle of the blade, and then the rest. Or sometimes I do no tape at all, and sometimes I do the half tape or the half blade. Respect. Uh, you know, it's funny. You have almost the exact same setup I do, so. I do. You and me are both lefties. We are. <laughs> so I literally do uh, normal cloth white tape. I do mm-hmm. about four wraps around the knob, and I go take it all the way down about like five six inches. So I do a long one as well, and I'd go teal as well for grip mm-hmm. tape. Mm-hmm. And I roll that all the way down. I put my number five six, and then I put a dot or two dots if it's my primary or my backup underneath the fifty six. Mm-hmm. The back. Yep. The back. I always put across mm-hmm. and then it's my grandmother's initials so that's funny we, we do almost the same thing yeah now now you gotta score more genos than me i mean which is not <laughs> hard so you got this now lanny do, why why don't you do tape because i have the bower the bower um stick with the hole in it mm-hmm. and oh. i hate trying to tape it because Sometimes I see the kids and they just fully tape it yeah. and don't even cut out the holes. So I'm like, what's the point of having the stick? So it's really impossible to tape it. So I just go no tape. I mean, you're doing a good job. Uh, scorn. Let, let, let me, let me bring this up for you real quick. Okay. We're going to, me and Mike are going to talk to you about something. Okay. Okay. So you had a season last year, right? Mm-hmm. I believe and for the audience that doesn't know, they probably do know, Lanny played 10U-B last year. Mm-hmm. 10U-B, right? Big jump. Right? And he had 58 points in 35 games last year. Okay? Uh-huh. This season, okay? Okay. Landon had 43 games played. Ready? Morgan's 43 games, he had 20 penalty minutes. Wow, 20 penalty minutes! Yep, 43 goals, 31 apples, six power play goals, two shorthanded goals for 74 points. 74 74 points, right? Okay, Lanny, how and you know, I don't know what goes through your mind, I really don't. But how do you, you know, WWE and Fortnite? Yeah, that's it. How do you, how do you go from your mentality of playing, you know, ten UB and jumping up two levels in hockey and surpassing what you did the season before 
in a lower bracket. Well, listening to those numbers, I'm yep. I'm a little bit impressed of myself. This because, because I got more <laughs> points yep. um last season than this season. And um um geez, I lost my train of thought. Um and, um, and wait, Mike, what were you gonna say? I was say would it be have you noticed a significant difference with the teammates in that aspect of being able to keep up with your pace in that sense? So maybe they're able to help contribute to your more points. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one way you can look at it. Or have you noticed a significant difference in your play? Have you I, progressed? I feel like I feel like kind of both. Okay. Because I had different goalies both seasons, and um. I've really changed from last year to this year with skating and shooting and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, to get more points and myself with that. That's yeah. fantastic, buddy. Now, uh, I I speak of that, right? I mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you another question here about one of your teammates. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about Andy Burns. Oh, he's a stud. All right. Straight up stud. Andy faced, okay, you ready for this? How many? 1,587 shots, right? Wow. And he only gave up 147 goals. Holy shit. Right? Holy shit. And this is a two-part question, Lanny, right? Uh Uh-huh. What do you think, you know – drives Andy to do the things that he does. And okay. Mm-hmm. That's my first question about Andy. Can you answer that? I think through his head he wants to be better than Brodor. Mm-hmm. Get to the NHL. Mm-hmm. And with those points he will. Be the best he can. Is that it? Yep. Now my question for you is what drives you to be the player that you are? And what is your ultimate goal? I want to be better than Gretzky. That is a bold statement. (laughs) You got a pair of huevos for saying that. And I respect the wow. And then what? Good for you. That's a mindset. Now, what? I don't even know what to say after that. (laughs) How do the guy feel? Um, I was like, I was not expecting that. Now, what? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Lane. <laughs> now, you know, you say that, like, what, what, what drives you? What drives you to want to do that? Well, I play hockey, mm-hmm. and I think I'm a decent player, mm-hmm. and. I always keep saying I want to go to the NHL and win the Stanley Cup. Okay. And surpass Wayne Gretzky in points or goals or something like that. I just want to beat one Gretzky record. Are you shooting 100 pucks a day yet? Um, I will soon. You might <laughs> want to start. Now, I mean, Lanny, I, listen, you're my son and I didn't even know that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know I that. I thought you should have known that. Love you to uh, death. Yeah, uh, that, that, that is a bold statement, yeah. and I, I was like, "God damn!" Okay, good for you. That's. I was like, "Damn!" I hope I'm better than you know, Jesus Christ, John Scott. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you, <laughs> Jesus, man, I don't even know what to fucking say. I really. Don't I... <laughs> um. So okay, I, I got one for you, right? If you could say one thing to Gretzky, okay, mm-hmm. what would you say to him? I say I might say one thing, only one thing, only one thing. I mean, be respectful here. Um, pack your bags, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to be like you. Yep. Basically. Yep. I want to be 
I want to get points like you. I want to get goals like you. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I just want to be like you. Just be a really good hockey player. Now, now you say that, right? You want to mm-hmm. be like him, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you want to be like him, what is your main attraction to Brent Burns? And well, why? in my opinion, I mm. think he's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. And he plays for the Sharks. We established that, bud. What? <laughs> what else? <laughs> and he, he, I also like him because, um. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me intervene here, okay? Okay. So, we're talking about Brent Burns, okay? Mm-hmm. And what, what went through your mind that mm-hmm. night when we went to the Flyers game, right? Which and one? There the, was two. The, the second one. Oh, okay. The second one. And, uh, you know, let's let's talk about that from start to finish, right? So, okay. you know, let, let's talk about the sign you made. You made a sign that said, Brent, I'll, I'll trade Brent you. you're my idol. Yep. What else? I'll trade you beef jerky for a puck or stick. Okay. So, when we walked in the arena that night. Yeah. What happened? So this one lady security guard. Wait, did you already tell Mike? I, yeah, I did, but the audience okay. doesn't know. So there was this one security guard, and um, there was a. We made the sign, and the lady said it had to be more. It had to be um, less than two pieces of paper, and so then we couldn't bring it in. So I got really sad, and. We said that we would put it back in the car. We sneaked um, in like like in a big pile of people. We sh- we folded it up, put it in my sh- put it in under my shirt, which was a Brent Burns shirt, and um, and we snuck. We didn't sneak in, but we sneaked in the sign, and we got in, and um, we got down to the warmups, and I. Um, Spit it out, Plogger. From the first, <laughs> from the first time I saw a Flyers game to now, um, I'd say the ice has changed a lot. And mm-hmm. seeing Brent Burns in his warmups on what he does, um, I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And when he gave me the two pucks, um, <clears throat> I thought he's my, he's still my favorite ho- favorite hockey player. Now, let me, let me just say one thing, ladies and gentlemen. You're probably, you know. Asking the question right now, did TJ teach his son to kind of be a criminal? Let me answer that for you. You're absolutely <laughs> um, right, he did. Um, but you know what? I would have done the goddamn same thing. So but listen, don't judge. But listen, okay? Like, the people don't understand, like. But wait, I forgot to add something. I forgot to add something. So we were, so we put the sign up on the glass and we look over to where, like, the flyers like where the Flyers fans are, like on their side, mm-hmm. and there was signs bigger than ours, and they still let them in. Now, <laughs> paid them now, off. now, I'm now mad. going, now going back here. Okay. Yep. Is sorry for that distraction. You're good. So when when this lady told, you know, Lanny, he couldn't do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lanny got upset, started crying. I and I I get it. You know what I mean? Like. He put a lot of work into the sign, made it for his idol, you know, his best player. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I, I went into dad mode, protective dad mode. You know what I yeah. mean? I said, fuck this. So I did quick thinking, oh, you know, they were going to hold the sign. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, give it back. I'll take it. You know what I mean? I'll take it back to the car. So we folded it up, put it under his shirt. We got in and, you know, Lanny left this part out. I think he forgot. We get mm-hmm. down to the glass and he's like, dad, don't pull it out. We're going to get kicked out of here. He was yeah, so I forgot he to was say so that. he was so scared we were gonna get thrown out, right? Yeah. And I mean it could happen though. It could happen. It could have. But you know, we get out there, you know, we we you know they come out and you know, right away, you know, Burns looks over and acknowledges Lanny in a sign and looks and he, he mouths to Lanny, he goes, I can't because of COVID. Ah. Uh, right? So we're like, ah oh, fuck. You know, like, okay. So every time, and he did he did the same thing two years ago before COVID started. Can we skated, go to the same exact part? Yeah, he, sk- he skates by and taps the glass where Lanny's at every time, right? 
Yeah. So he comes by, flicks a puck up. I get it. I'm like, all right, sick. You know what I mean? Here's a puck, Lanny, right? Yep. Skates around again, right? Taps the glass. Two minutes later, flicks it. literally flicks another puck up, gives it to Lanny. So Lanny gets two pucks from this guy, right? That's... So Lanny's happier than fucking pig and shit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So then, you know, Bernsey does his, you know, warm-up dance on the blue line across the ice and, like, and I tell you this, and Landy, you got to tell me, like, what this meant to you, okay? Mm-hmm. So, Bernsey starts skating towards the bench, right? Taps his stick on the ice, right? Acknowledges Landy. Him and Landy had this moment. It was, like, in slow motion, Mike. And looked at Landy, gave Landy a head nod, right? Landy gives him a head nod back, and he skates towards the bench and yeah. hits the glass where Landy's at, right? And, like, me, I'm like, holy fuck, man. That, like... That was fucking unreal that they had that moment. That's actually so cool, I'll though. Never it's cool to see it. a professional take. It. Yeah, like a pro. It. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, Burns, he's, he's a family guy. He, you know, mm-hmm. he gets it. And, you know, I've always like Burns, man. Never know, had great, any issues. Yeah. Great work ethic, you know, and just to see that moment from, you know, just, just an athlete acknowledging a kid, you know, that looks up to you and, you know, makes the eye contact and gives you a head nod. Like, dude, that, that's some like, that's some crazy shit because like me growing up, like, you know, I was a huge Lindros guy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I never, I never got any acknowledgement, you know, then, you know, as I'm growing up, like I'm a huge Gagne guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, 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 you know, I still like Gagne's great. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, for, Landon to have that experience and then me to have the experience I had with Gagne, like meeting him and getting his autograph and talking to him. I was like, it's almost like the same thing. And I know like how he felt, you know what I mean? In that, in that aspect. So. Uh, I'm telling yeah. you, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does in the next couple of years and when he gets older and seriously, man, you gotta live up to that statement now. That's yeah, a bold Lanny. statement. Yeah. You got balls, <laughs> yeah. kid. Uh, I will tell you what, you caught me by surprise by that one. I respect the living hell out of you for saying it, though. Now, Lanny. Yeah. A couple more questions. We're going to let you go because Mike and I got some other stuff to talk about, okay? Okay. All right. Um, huh? One being, you know, congratulations uh, again for making the God of Hockey Selects team for Thank you. the tournament. Thank you. Ow. What? Now, as you're getting older, and, you know, you're getting better here and making different teams and people asking, you know, you to play, mm-hmm. right? Do you have to – will you and do you have to change the way you play or will you keep playing the same way? This is a trick question. I – that's a little bit tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I should – well, you said it was a trick question, so I think I should stay the way, <laughs> stay the way I am. Yep. Because if it helps one team, then I can bring it to another and help them. Yep. Try to win a game or two. Mm-hmm. And that that wasn't a trick question for me. I don't think. But I'm saying, do you have like it's it's kind of is a trick question because like what if one team plays a certain way, mm-hmm. then another team plays a certain way, and God of Hockey plays another way. Well. I feel like I should kind of keep half of my worth ethic and maybe change a little bit for that team so mm-hmm. I can roll with them mm-hmm. and not be confused on what the plays are. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the system, like, you get you have to change the way you play because if one, you know, one team plays a certain way and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I tell you to play this way is, you know, what are you supposed to do with the puck carrier? Attack. Attack, attack, attack! But another team wants you to do something else to lay off and let them skate and, and skate in the zone. Like you, you got to play a different system. You know what I mean? Basically, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Lanny, thank you for coming on. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Always love talking to you, buddy. Yeah. Mike, you got anything else for Lanny? No, man. I just wish you nothing but the best, and uh, maybe I'll see you this weekend. All right. Or next weekend, I should say. Okay. All right, buddy. Thank you for coming on. See you. Love you. Later, my dude. Love you. Love you.
this kid. What a beauty. I, I, dude, like, where did that comment come from, Mike? Dude, I <laughs> was just like – Oh my god. Wow, that is that is a bold dude. Statement. No, no fucking hesitation at Bro, all. Bro, he's like, I want to be better than Gretzky. I was like, okay. Well no hesitation. You know who my idol was? John motherfucking Scott. You know mm-hmm. why? Because he just had one job. Skate around and be a bully. Holy shit, man. Oh man, dude. I'm telling you that. Good for him. I hey. I get it. I'll tell you real quick. Uh, you want to talk a little about the fly guys? Or... Yeah, I, I was I was confused that that thing you sent me with the Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't get it. So let's okay. talk about that. Yeah. So um, and your and your opinion on everything. Okay. So pretty much from what I've been reading and everything like that, um, Claude's been obviously a captain for the past ten seasons. He's played in multiple All Star games, um, including I believe this season when he was the MVP. Right. Yeah. So that's a total of seven. Yep. Um. He's basically two games away from his 1,000th NHL uh, game with a single team. And the only player that has ever done that in this organization for the Flyers has been Bobby Clark. Yep. And so he'll be the number two. Um, The biggest thing, though, with G, and this is why it's probably so hard for him, is just due to the fact that, like, it's not one of those guys that he's been with the team for like, you know, one, two, three, four seasons. He's been, he started his career with us and he's been with us the entire time from that 2010 team to basically that 2013 team. That was just a complete dud. Right. Mm-hmm. And then basically you got this season that we're at 18 wins. Like, yep. bro, you kidding me? So I think that he's trying to hold out for those two games, at least to hit that a thousand, a thousand game mark. But I do see him leaving. I do uh, see. I, I don't know. And I, well, dude, I I saw a thing today, and I forget. Jesus Christ, dude! I'm watching Harvard RPI right now, and Harvard is going to tie it up here in two minutes. Sorry. Oh, shit. Um, no, you're good. So I saw a thing here today, and I forget what – it was on Facebook, and I have to find it for you, mm-hmm. is, dude, they said, like, the trade deadline is going to be stale, man, because not a lot of big trades are going to happen. Yeah. Which is – it's kind of weird because, you know – and we talked about this last night, Mike, is, you know, I get it. You know what I mean? Like you said, you want us play – for the same team for a thousand games. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially the two games left. Yeah, I get it. But the fact is, if you could have traded him a month ago, you know what I mean? And you know, and 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 this is in my gut feeling. I, I have two two thoughts here. You know what I mean? And this is just a thought that I had. But if you're gonna get traded, right, and yep. you make a deal with the Flyers and Chuck Fletcher, right, and say, hey, you know, this is what I think we should do for next season, right? Let's let's trade and get these people in there. You know what I mean? And I'll re-sign for next season for two or three years, right? Yeah. That's what I think should happen. What I think is going to happen, I think that he's not – I don't think he's going to get traded. I don't think he wants to leave. You know what I mean? I think he's he he's too loyal. And I think he wants to be – he doesn't want to jump ship and say, hey, you know, I'm leaving, I'm going to do this, when, you know, good things might happen in a year or two. You know what I mean? He could yeah, say, but, hey – But think about it. But at the same time, can you really, like you, – you can't really blame the guy if he I does don't. leave. If he, you know if he I mean? wants to leave, if he does waive his no-trade clause and, and gets traded, by all means, dude, I'm cool with it, man. I'm cool. Well, if you want to go If you want to go try to win a cup, by all means – that's the beautiful part about G's agreement right now, though, is because they can't do anything with him without his approval. Like, yeah. they, they can't make any deals. Like, he has to approve everything. So, like, it's his complete decision, right? And yeah. that's why I think it it's going to weigh so heavy on him because this is a huge decision. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe – when is the trade deadline? What's the date? I think it <sighs> – I think so. What day, what day is way. it right now? What day is it right now? Today's the 11th. I want to say it's the 16th or 17th. Okay, so we we have two games before that. We play the yeah, Hurricanes yeah. tomorrow, who literally have 40 wins. Great. 
Um, and I think 12 losses were that's an L. So put your money on Carolina, everyone. Just saying, hate to say it, but you won't, you'll win money. 21st, um, Mike. It's the 21st, Monday to Oh 21st. my God. Yeah. So he's going to hit his thousand mark, right? Yeah. Way before that. I, I just, I think, yeah, man, I hate to say it. I think they're going to push him around somewhere. Now, let me ask you a question. What sure. if, and I hate to say it, what if he gets injured in one of these last two games? Well, if he gets injured, I mean, it's one of those things that, like, I still think I, – I still think someone would take him. I really do because think about it. He When he gets healthy again, he's still going to be he, – he wins over 60% of his face-offs. Yeah, he's a great yeah. centerman. He's over 19 minutes in a game. So, like, he's reliable. And how – think about it. How often has he gotten hurt? Yeah, true. I, I you know agree. what I mean? Yeah. And it's just kind of one of those things like the kid has, I can't say kid, the guy has heart. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to, like, as much as I'm one of the biggest Flyers fans, I would hate to see him leave just because I love G as a captain. I loved him at, in a Flyers uniform for all these years. So now, it's going to be weird could, seeing him anywhere else. If you, could, if you could take, you know, three players as trade bait right now, who would you pick? Um, from us? Yep. All right, give me a sec. One second. Uh, well, I can't say Rasmus uh, Ristolainen since we just signed him for a five-year deal. So I like him though. Oh my god! I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I, I saw. I, I mean, ugh. yeah. Um. So all right. Trade bait. Trade bait. Trade bait. Um. Mike, they were down 3 nothing. Now it's tied 3-3, by the way. What? Yeah, Harvard came back and scored three goals with the empty net. Shit. All right. So, hmm, let me check their stats. Uh, I'm just trying to think because, my, like – I mean, I, uh, my, mine would be TK, Re- Van Reemsdyke. Oh, yeah, JVR can get the hell out. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, it's bad. And, jo- and I'll tell you right now – Justin Brown. Yeah, I, I I think Justin Braun is a big one. Really, I really do. Yeah, just, but you just, know Justin Braun, I 100% agree with JVR. Um, and then I'm going to read you a statement here on a player, a certain player. Okay. And honestly, so, I I agree with TK. You Go do? ahead. Um, yeah, I agree with you getting rid of him. Dude, right, the kid so, minus 15. So going back to the Drew thing, right? It says, you know, I, here's a tweet from Chris Johnston, right? Some concerning mm-hmm. news at Trade Center host, courtesy of NHL executive re- re- referencing the amount of activity ahead of the March 21 deadline. Quiet. Extremely quiet. Scary how quiet it is. No one wants to commit. And that that stems to, and I've said this for a long time, is these fucking, the cap hits, dude. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. You know what I mean? Back in the day, man. You could like fucking Gretzky got traded for Christ's sakes. Greatest player, you know, according to Lanny, second greatest player. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and in, in, in the world got traded. You know what I mean? And now you can't even trade a fucking fourth liner anymore because of cap. Bro, can we can we also just talk about TK for a second too? Just because like Please. going back to his 2019-2020 season, right? 66 games played, yep. kid had 61 points. 24 Genos, 37 Apples, minus one. No big deal. 28 pins, right? We go to 2020, 2021, right? Um, it goes to 50 games played, 11 Genos, 23, 34 points, mm-hmm. minus five, 26 pins. So you're starting to fall off a little bit for some reason. Go to this season, right? Yep. All right. 55 uh, games played. 10 Genos, 24 Apples, 34 points, minus 15, 47 Pims. The kid has 148 shots, 6.8% hit the net. Um, so he's just shooting from anywhere. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like – and honestly, man, I mean, I like Oscar. I like Joel. Um but I also think that we need to stir the pot a little bit, bring some new guys in, like bring Cam York up more. Um, oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see some young talent kind of get thrown into the mix here just because, like, dude, 
These guys have been waiting for how long to get their their turn. Oh, 100%. And we've 100%. had Joel Farabee, Oscar Lindbaum, uh, basically Travis Sanheim. Like, well, Travis plays D, but you know what I mean? Like, all these guys had their shot for two seasons now, and 22 points produced by Oscar. And I understand. I'm not the guy against, like, you know, the whole cancer and everything like that. Love the guy. Glad he beat it. But now it's all about business, right? Yeah, I agree. We're about playoffs, and yeah. I want wins. I'm very – Oh, dude, I just look at it statistically. Um, and Joel, he was, he's only, he's 11 and 11 goal and apple wise. So he's got 22 points in 39 games. So, dude, these guys are NHL players getting paid high dollars to be supposedly goal scorers and mm-hmm. haven't seen it. And Joel only has 68 shots. So. Now, let me, let me, one more, one more thing about the Flyers here, right? Yep. It was very, very concerning here. And, you know, very, you know, I, I, I like this guy. But, you know, it was, you know, we have a big problem, hockey fans. Proveroff has become very difficult player to deal with. He's overly sensitive. And the reason he was taken off the power play until last night was because how he, how he deals with it. Yeah. So, so go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, so, like, the biggest issue is, too, it's like, didn't we just re- – or, no, we didn't resign Proby, did we? No, I think he's. I think he's got like three years. I think he's oh, fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. I definitely think with Provi. I mean, let's see. What's he looking like statistically? I mean, for a defenseman, right? He's yep. doing. He's doing all right. I mean, he's minus eight, but he's always out there. So he's one of their go-to guys, quote unquote. Um, compared to this season. He's got 20 points, five goals, 15 Gino or apples. Uh, last season, we're looking at 26 points, seven goals, 19 uh, apples in 56 games. Yep. And I don't think he was with us. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah he had and, a nice year with uh, Niskanen. Yeah, dude. He played very well with Maddie. Um, yep. Both of them had 36 and 33 points. So, yep. I mean, I don't know, man. I just feel like. It's maybe a different vibe. Like, they need a better chemistry. Change it up a bit defensively, too. Just because we have young D-men now, besides Keith Yandel. And, you know, well, I can't even say that we have Ellison, you know, rotation because he's always out of lineup. Yeah. Uh, lineup so. Now, you know, being honest here, Proveroff, yep. elite D-man, yes or no? Right now, no. Um. Reason being is because, I mean, I think Ristolainen has a lot to offer. I think Keith Yandel does have a lot to offer, but I do think that once in a while, um, Proby thinks that he needs to do it himself too much, and it it just doesn't need to be that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't get me wrong. Statistically, again, Proby is definitely the number one guy, but, you know, I just feel like since two seasons ago going into last season, his play style has changed a bit. Yeah. And I get it. I think it's not to sound like a dick, but I do think that sometimes that his ego is bigger than a door frame sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if you have a guy like that, supposedly your number one guy, he's going to get too comfortable being that number one guy. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad once in a while, like, for instance, taking him off the power play. Should yep. wake him up a little bit, piss him off. I'm glad to see that because produce a little bit more. Exactly. I That's agree. the only way I look at it. So I'm not, you know, being a dick. I'm just doing that. It, you know, coaching wise, I see it on their end. Like I see why they did that. I respect why they did that. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's just me. Now, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I I'll be honest, Mike, and I'll be real, like. Back then, I think, you know, signing guys to fucking six to seven years was a good thing. You know what I mean? Now it's, I, now I, it's a nightmare. I, I thought it was. I really yeah. I thought it was a good thing. Now, I think if you're – it's tough because, it's, you know, the way the NHL is today, I think, you know, the max is, is three to four years, man. I, that's what I really think with these players. You give yeah, them three to four years at one team. See how much some of these guys get paid on those three to four-year deals. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the NFL. And I'll say the same thing with the NHL. You know, 
you get these young kids in here. You know what I mean? They want to fucking play and prove something. But then when they get a contract, it's almost like they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's not – It's it, I get it, man. It, 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 the NHL is a tough game to play in. I get it. You know what I mean? And But getting comfortable and, you know, not performing at your highest level, you're playing at the highest league in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you should play at the highest level and, you know – Give give your fans, you know, if it's not if it wasn't for the fans, you know what I mean? You're, you guys, they're nothing. You know what I mean? It, it, they're nothing. So, you know, going back to that it, with Provorov is, you know, I, I honestly think and it sucks to say, I think his time up in Philly is past due. I really do. I think he needs to change the scenery. You know what I mean? Like any other fucking Flyers player to change the scenery and go win a fucking cup. Yep. It's what's going to happen, you I know, but again, One, I, think, I think he's a good player. I think he's a, you know, solid defenseman, but a change of scenery, you know what I mean? And it doesn't, and it doesn't help right now what's going on in the world. You know what I mean? With him being a, you know, a Russian player, it, it doesn't help. And, you know, it, it sucks. You know what I mean? It, it sucks for oh, any yeah. Russian player in the NHL right now or any Russian person, you know, or Ukraine, you know what I mean? It's, it sucks. It, it really does for, for both sides. What's Ovi rocking now as his uh, sponsor? I, uh, dude, uh, you know, what's funny is I watched a game la- the other night and when I sent you guys that video of McDavid's overtime goal and I, dude, I didn't even think about it. I really didn't. Bro, I'm curious because I bet he went back to like, um, Bauer. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be my guess. It's going to be Bauer. Yeah. So, one thing I wanted to bring up here, Mike, yeah. is and I hate this person just as much as, as you do. If you say Brad Marchand. No, no, oh, not Brad, you. not Brad. But this is this is a person we hate equally together. Is okay. Sean Avery. Oh, let's let's, let's talk about the Sean Avery. I'll just say Brad Marchand. <laughs> Sean Avery signs a deal. <laughs> In the ECHL with the Orlando Solar Bears. How long was that? Two days. Solid. Right? It was. You think it was a publicity thing or what? It probably was to get, get some clout. I feel like, if anything, you're trying to smoke too many darts in between shifts. Dude. I, I'm like, I can't stand the fucking guy. Oh I really God, can't. Man. I mean, I'm not going to go smoke one yeah. real quick. I was in the NHL for God's sakes. And the fact that, you know, the dude threw his fucking skates into the Hudson, right? Did he really? Yeah, dude. Back, back in like 2012, I believe. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Like threw his skates off the fucking bridge into the Hudson and, and stopped playing. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's done riding his fucking ferry bike in the goddamn fucking bike lane yelling at people. He wants to fucking, you know, get back into hockey. Awesome. That's great. You know what I mean? That's good. Good for him. But, dude, he, he, you know, he sits there and talks so much shit, you know, on on young players. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, for example, I saw a video, and I'll tag you in it, is him, you know, talking shit about Clayton Keller. Plays for the oh, Coyotes with the ear guards. I remember yeah, that, right? The the guys literally chirping in a kid in the NHL playing in the NHL producing dust the fuck yeah, out of him. You know, producing way more than what you know Sean Avery ever did, and you're chirping about ear guards. Hey, asshole! Best player in the NHL wears fucking ear guards. Sidney Crosby. It's true. That like, is so true. Like, dude, come dude, on. Clayton Keller is actually disgusting. So hey, it just dude. cracks me up that, like, he's talking shit, and then you get cut from a coast team after two days. Yeah, dude. It's so, like, okay. You're, you're like, so good, bro. Like, dude, like, I, I get it. I respect that you wanted to try to come back. Okay, I get it. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. don't sit there and talk shit when, dude, you can't – you're an ex-NHL player. You should make a fucking ECHL team. That's what I mean. It's sad, man, but you know, and the, fa- he sucks. Yeah. and the fact that, you know, Matthew Barnaby wanted to sign in the ECHL to fucking whip your ass, that's another issue. Bro, and so did um 
Oh my god, Larock. Yeah, George Larock. Yeah, like, yep. dude, that guy's a fucking savage. Like, <laughs> bro, if he got his hand, oh, I would feel. I wouldn't even feel bad for Sean Avery. No, now, now the big thing with them is, you know, is that ice wars. You ever see the? Did you see the thing with the ice war? Ice war. So literally, Mike, it's gonna be. Is there tanks? It's no, it's gonna be oh. fucking UFC on ice, basically. What the fuck? It's it, it's literally fighting. Is that some Russian shit? No, dude. Are they doing that in Ukraine started? now? You know oh, who sorry. started Excuse is me. AJ Galanti with the Danbury Trashers, the guy that did the Trashers. He's starting oh that. God. <laughs> dude. <laughs> ran by the mob again. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Let me get shot. <laughs> right. uh, it's probably ran by a great, great uh, person. garbage. Yeah, great garbage company. I mean, person. So, dude, like, I, 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 I again, I wish them nothing but the best, but dude. Like I get what you're trying to do, you know, fighting in hockey, but dude, it's it's done. Like you're, it's. I I hope someone doesn't get hurt where you get sued, or someone gets you know really injured where you guys get sued. It's it's gonna be bad. Just don't get sued. No shit. Or the DA. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> oh my. Hey, uh, last thing before we wrap it up here, you want to talk about the only little upcoming event? Yes, yes, guys. First annual Dusty Dimes Invitational. We're having it at, you know, the rink in Lehigh Valley in Whitehall. Uh, It's a 3v3 tournament we're going to do here. Uh, Yep, we're going to do, we're going to do, it's, you know, it's a cool setup we got here. We got, you know, blue line. In blue line, in we're gonna put you know the, the 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 foam pieces up that you know the youth hockey uses, and we're gonna we're, we're playing three on three here. You know three on three, three three extra subs, one goalie, seven players total, uh, three fifty a team. You know winner winner takes you know a, a cash prize at the end. I think the the cool part is too is like uh, we're gonna come up with probably a couple of like you know smaller games that we can do um probably so i'm gonna try to figure out some way to get some uh extra prizes so we might have a shootout event um mm-hmm. there could be accurate shooting contests as well um either way it's gonna be a cool event that a lot of people that should sign up for um starting age is around 18 yep um we're doing full gear correct uh you can do full gear if you want i mean i'd recommend it <laughs> i, I because... would 100 I mean, um, yeah, this, and the thing is, is, you know, it's, it's the first thing doing it with adults and hopefully, you know, we could do another one with kids because I think, you know, with kids, it's great. Like Lanny did, did the one to three on three up here, man. It was a great time with the kids. The kids enjoyed it. They, they, you know, they wanted to win. Yeah. They wanted and, to, man. And I'll tell you right now, it's going to be cool just because we're doing 18 and over. So um, we have how many teams confirmed now? Five, six, uh, five, five. Five so we're confirmed, to... and you know, we we I mean, the ultimate goal is to get up to fifteen. We want to get fifteen teams, you know, and, and just you know, again, fifteen teams, more more money for the cash prize. Exactly. So either way, um, it's gonna be a great time. Um, unfortunately, I will not be playing in it. I will be hosting with TJ just mm-hmm. because we're gonna be running around. We're gonna be doing some interviews with people, um, and then obviously if. I would love to catch up with a lot of people that I have not seen in a long time. So yeah. uh, it's going to be great just to have a good time there. If we're going to try to get some food, um, BYOB, have a great day, get banged up together. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> nothing, nothing better than, you know, playing three-on-three hockey, you know, boozing at center ice, you know? I'm just saying, <laughs> if I'm not walking around with two beers in my hand all day, <laughs> you might as well ice me. All right. <laughs> But again, guys, if, if you guys are interested, reach out to us uh, via Instagram. Uh, just check us out, Dusty Dines Podcast. Uh, don't be afraid to shoot us a message. You guys want to sign a team up. And uh, again, we, we encourage everybody. So we want to make this a regular thing, to be honest with you. So you guys have, you know, a three-on-three tournament series. That's the, the biggest in, thing, man. In the Valley. Like, 
Yeah, there, there's that's a, a lot of people love playing pickup. A lot of people in, in, in the Valley, especially when I want to play stick and puck, they want to yeah. play small games. So you don't see 3v3 tournaments anymore. Um, oh, so that's, that's why thing. we want to bring it here. Um, and like like TJ is saying, it, reach out to us. You have questions. We can let you know about fees. We can let you know basically the whole setup of everything. So reach out to our Instagram at Dusty Dimes. Um and that, that's really it for me, TJ. I don't know about you, brother. No, no, that's that's it for me, man. I mean, it's it's time to jump on box and uh, you know, shoot people. <laughs> but I don't know if uh, I'll say that anymore in twenty twenty. Yeah, right. But... I mean, shoot people on Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In siege, in siege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but, ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. But other than that, stay dusty. Stay dusty.